Today we get to hear of the power of Jesus' resurrection, the power of the gospel to give new life where there was death. From our story in Acts, we saw Saul, a devout Jew, a Pharisee, who was so devout in his faith that he actively pursued imprisonment and death for followers of Jesus. Saul was a bringer of death. Then enter the gospel into Saul's life. Saul met the resurrected Jesus on the road to Damascus, and while he was on his way to bring and spread even more death, Saul was given new life to become an apostle. He was later renamed Paul, and as we know, he wrote letters to the churches that he, that he founded, letters which became the majority of New Testament Scripture. The power of the gospel is to bring new life where there was only death. That's the resurrection life which Jesus gives us. Stop being a servant of death, he told Saul, and come be a servant of my peace. Peter was also given new life amidst death by Jesus' resurrection. Before Jesus' arrest during the Last Supper, Jesus told his disciples, Where I am going, you cannot follow. Today he said, Follow me. During the Last Supper, Jesus told his disciples, specifically Peter, that they could not follow him. Peter even said that, I will follow you. I will follow you even unto death. And Jesus responded by telling Peter, actually, you're going to deny me three times before morning. And Jesus was right. The disciples abandoned him and Peter denied him. Where Jesus was going, they couldn't follow. Their lives as Jesus' disciples died along with Jesus. In our story today, however, Jesus' disciples are given new life in Jesus' resurrection. At the beginning of the story, the disciples had already seen the risen Jesus twice. He had already appeared to them after he had been raised from the dead. They were overjoyed at the return of their beloved. And yet, the last thing that they had done was to deny and abandon Jesus. Their life as Jesus' disciples was still dead. And that's where we find them this morning, this morning, wondering what they're supposed to be doing now. Jesus had been raised, and so they went fishing. Peter said, well, we're no longer really following him, so I guess we need to go back to our old way, our old line of work. So they got into the boat and tried to fish, only to find that they were no longer very good at fishing either. Their life as fishermen was also dead. And then Jesus showed up and gave them new life. After fishing all night and catching nothing, Jesus said, Hey guys, you're obviously not that good at uh, fishing. They're not biting where you're going. Why don't you try someplace else? And Jesus gives them the sign of his resurrection and a huge catch of fish, simply by throwing the net on the other side of the boat. That shouldn't have worked. But uh, Jesus gives them new life in this. And then no, from, from no longer from being fishermen who are not really good at much of anything, they become the greatest fishermen ever. Jesus gives them new life, sharing in his life in the resurrection. And then Jesus gives them new life to once more be his disciples. Feed my sheep, Jesus tells Peter. Feed my sheep and follow me. Be servants of my peace. You abandoned me and denied me, Jesus was telling Peter, these three times when he said, do you love me? Yes, Lord, I love you. The reversal of the denials that Peter gave. You abandoned me and you denied me, and I don't particularly blame you. 
All is forgiven, Jesus was saying. Have new life. Share in my resurrection. Feed my sheep and follow me. That's the power of the gospel, the power of the resurrection. It's the power of life and new life amidst death. Saul and Peter and the other disciples were all given new purpose and new life by Jesus' resurrection. Bringer of death, Saul was given new life to be a servant of God's peace, to bring light and life. Peter and the disciples, crummy fishermen and, un- and with an unsuccessful comeback tour, were the founders of the church, continuing his ministry of proclaiming and enacting God's kingdom. Resurrection for us means that amidst death, Jesus gives us life. But it's not going back to just life as usual. Resurrection means new purpose and new creation. And the vast scope of this cannot be overstated. We heard from the revelation to John about this vision of the heavenly court with every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them singing to the one seated on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. All of creation, the entire cosmos, was worshiping Jesus in His victory over death. And this image helps us to understand the enormity of who Jesus is and the cosmic scope of what Jesus accomplished in His resurrection. Through John's vision, we catch a glimpse of the beauty of the heavenly court. We catch a glimpse of the power and significance of Jesus in His resurrection, in the vast hugeness of everything. And that's wonderful to see and helpful for us to understand the significance of what's truly going on that goes so much farther beyond that. But at the same time, we don't really live by and large in the vast hugeness of everything. We tend to live comparatively simple lives here on earth. And in a simple way here on earth is how Jesus showed up to bring the resurrection life to His beloved. The power of the Gospel is to bring the power of new life amidst death. And we are amidst death. Our bodies die. Our relationships die. Our jobs and our livelihoods die. Our dreams sometimes die. Our loved ones die. And amidst this death, Jesus comes bringing new life. Feed my sheep. Follow me. Be servants of my peace. Even amidst death, Jesus said, receive new life, a new purpose. Receive back your beloved, Jesus. And be transformed like Peter and Saul, into new creation, into the resurrection life. Amen.